Hey gang, big news in the world of We Hate Movies live appearances in this one. Well, you better get your holiday coat on because it's not happening until December. We're so excited. It's actually a hometown show for this Jersey boy. Only you. Jersey City's beautiful White Eagle Hall will be hosting the We Hate Movies podcast. And we're going to be talking about a Christmas movie, Eric Siska. What is that oh movie? Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> it is the Santa Claus, the original film. Not Out of way. Is it original? Yeah, it's original. The first one. Tim Allen <laughs> yes. finds a fat so falls off his roof. Yep. yep, we're gonna be talking all about it on December seventh, which is a day that will live in infamy. <laughs> White Eagle Hall. I mean, it, it incidentally lives in infamy. We, right. We're just we're to yeah. the side of it. We're adding to the infamy. Yeah, it's, just, exactly. it's more infamy because this will be uh, our debut in Jersey City, and this is what it's come down to, folks. Steve Sadak. Refusing to get on planes, mm-hmm. refusing right. to get a driver's license to help right. out with rental cars. I refuse to get on a train for this show. I'm fucking right. walking. Oh I gotta walk to the venue. So I guess this is the new normal, gang. Only wherever Steve's <laughs> legs can carry him. But it's an awesome venue, and it's really close to the train. If you're like you're in the, in the city, or if you want to drive in from Pennsylvania, wherever. Mm-hmm. Right, the path train's not too far. Right, path train's a, a stone's throw away. A here. Stone's throw, folks. Come on out to the White Eagle Hall. That's right. Tickets are on sale now, so get them in advance. Get them fast. This is going to be a popular show. December seventh, White Eagle Hall, Jersey City, New Jersey. Tickets available right now at whmpodcast.com. It's Christmas time again. It's time to be nice to the people you can't stand all year. Hey, gang, some pretty big news to tell you about in the world of Private Cabin. The uh, the movie, the long-awaited first feature film from the Private Cabin Collective that we've been taunting and flaunting about for uh Several, uh, well, a couple of years now. It's, yeah, it's, it's finished. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been done, finished. We, we premiered it. We had some fun with it. We tinkered with it. It's ready to go. You can see it. It's available online for free. What? That's a great deal. That is a great deal. Just go to Vimeo.com slash private cabin. You will find We Are Strangers in full for you to check out it uh yeah it's i f- keep interrupting you no I'm no sorry. it's fine it's a fully improvised movie yep. uh, uh kind of a fun little casavetti's riff there's comedy in there there's some drama in there there's me about four pairs of glasses ago in there which you want <laughs> me about 20 pounds ago <laughs> yeah i don't know I, I i dip up and down i can't tell who i'd go toe to toe with <laughs> But uh, you will see appearances from WHM favorites, such as Sean Weiner, who also directed The Sucker, and uh, Justin J. Case, of course, mm-hmm. appears in the film, along with several of our other comedy friends. Uh, so Vimeo.com slash Private Cabin. And as a special promotional thing for uh, the worst of 2015 month, uh, all throughout the month, we're going to be plugging that this movie's available. But also as uh, an extra plug and an extra bonus for you guys, uh, our good... Talented friend Adam Roxar, who did all the music in the film uh, and, and did the sound mix for the film, he makes music on his own. And so we will be premiering new tracks from his new album under his, his recording artist name of Rua, R-U-W-A. Uh, so at the end of each Worst of 2015, you're going to get a new track from Rua. Uh, and, and his information, of course, is ruathebandbandcamp.com. So we will premiere that uh, in, a new song off this new EP. Hey, I hey. might just I might just cut this up and make myself an old little album. Oh, you're just gonna bootleg from our uh, from friend. our podcast episodes? Yeah, or maybe I'll give him money. I'll give him money. It's, I'll buy the <laughs> album. 
Well, this is pre-release. It's not oh, yet. So there it. you go. So We Are Strangers, the first feature film from the Private Cabin Collective. Available now. Vimeo.com slash Private Cabin. Hello, I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Sadak. Eric Siska. And we hate movies. Everyone, welcome to We Hate Movies on the Sideshow Network. Thank you for tuning in, as always. Welcome to the first episode of the year 2016. Did either of you think hmm. that we would live this long? Well, no, not at all. <laughs> I assumed the Mayan prophecy would come true. And to be fair, the holidays, we're filming this before Christmas. I don't know if I'm around when this episode airs. Who knows? That's you know, true. Steve is, is, is my pick in a death pool any day. <laughs> oh, sure. Especially in the We Hate Movies death pool, mm-hmm. Steve goes first. Also, right. we're recording an episode. We're not filming anything. Oh, well, Unless whatever. you're surveilling us. Secretly. Dude, are we periscoping? Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. shit. Oh! Put my pants back on. Uh, kicking off the year 2016, as is tradition here at We Hate Movies, the worst of the previous year. Kicking it off, Entourage, directed by Doug Ellen. The boys are back, you guys. The boys oh, are yeah. back. yeah. We got Vinny Chase in the house tonight. <laughs> Isn't it cool when I talk like that? <laughs> yeah, so yeah, it's so different from your regular way of talking. In the house. In the house. <laughs> this is uh for those of you unfamiliar, the film adaptation of the classic HBO show that I just learned ran 8 seasons. That Whoa. is that is bone chilling. 8 seasons and a movie. Wowza. That is insane. That's the top of the mountain, boys. Look out on the horizon and all that stuff. Like, how many times are we going to be wringing our hands over whether or not Vince is going to do the movie? Because I watched, like, three seasons of it, and that's all that shit was. Apparently, basically a decade, right? (laughs) Because it took a little while to get the movie out, so a decade. Apparently, this takes place six months after the series finale. Yeah, like you, Andrew. I, I stuck around about three seasons, and then I just checked out. I was like, I'm really done with this show. Yes. I think every everyone should have been in that camp, probably. And, you know, yeah, you know, we're, we're not perfect for watching it at the start to begin <laughs> no. with. It was a weird time. The country was at war, to take you back. <laughs> uh, oh, paint we me a were, picture, Eric. We were drinking heavily with no podcast to record. No, exactly. I had extra time on my hands. We were picking up uh, Sunrise Deli in uh, Sunset Park, Brooklyn after oh, a night yeah. out. Oh, going back yeah, to Chris Cabin's yeah. old place. Mm-hmm. Just being fat pigs. Oh, so, so fat. Oh, Whoa. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So fat, fat. <laughs> what else are you going to watch at 4.30 in the morning while you're stuffing your face? Uh, yeah, and it's like, I just think back, and it's like, it's eight seasons and a movie of five dudes laying down on their backs, flipping their feet up back over their heads, yep. and sucking their own dicks. Oh, my God. The self-suckery that culminates in a tidal wave 
of self-entitled semen in this movie. I mean, and I think the first-ish part of the show, like, they were losers. You know what I mean? That's kind of the in- right. intrigue. They were, like, lovable losers, intriguing. Like, that's, like that's, com- coming up, you know? Yeah, exactly. Like, like Vinnie Chase was the guy, but these guys were, like, hanging on to him and, like, you know, it's kind of scummy, but they don't really play it that way. Yeah. And blah, blah, blah. But then... Now Turtle, I guess, is a billionaire, and E's got his own management company and drama. Who could care and whatever else? <laughs> well, that's the thing. It's like when all of your characters succeed like that, that's it. It's over with. <laughs> yes, pencils down. Nobody cares. It's like it's like new Jay Z albums. Mm-hmm. Like I like Jay Z when he's rapping about like har- how hard it was, like the life that he had. Sure. I don't need to hear Jay Z rap about how great it is to be the richest man on the planet. Billionaires rapping, not that interesting. I have you heard Mark Cuban's album? Is all I'm gonna say. <laughs> Did you put it on now? Oh, he dropped some tracks. Are you serious? No, oh God, damn it! <laughs> it's about to run to the Fye. <laughs> That's, it's only available at FYE. <laughs> I was going to see it would definitely be an FYE exclusive. Oh my god, it would be called the Cuban Missile Crisis, wouldn't it? <laughs> no, that's the name of the band. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dropping hot missiles at you. Or could it be like Mark Cuban and the Missile Crisis? Yeah, ooh, that, I like that. <laughs> He's <laughs> in this movie and him and his Frankenstein head. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah, this guy. Oh my god, lumbering around. <laughs> that's, I guess, a place to start because this isn't a movie. It's like... It's 27 uh, 60-second vignettes. Well, it's, 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 the, it's the ninth season of Entourage that you never wanted. To, they, they tricked us into seeing the ninth season of Entourage. I haven't seen it in like seven years. They're like, no, no, it's a movie. I'm like, you sure? Yeah, yeah. Go, go back there towards the back. But what's interesting is <laughs> the good codes. That's where the Entourage movie is, in yeah. the back. Like, it's... I feel really burned because, like, this entire time, I'm like, well, I've been off the show for years and years and years. So they killed your character off a long time ago. (laughs) I should say I've been off watching the show. Um, So you didn't know the mythology. You didn't know. I just assumed that these people would have changed in any way. And the biggest change is Turtle's not fat anymore. And all I cared about was a fat fucking turtle. They should have all gotten fat. (laughs) Vinny should have been run out of Hollywood. Like, make make the movie like an underdog story or something happen. Yeah, like, set it like 10 years in the future. Right. They all have wives. Who's cheating? You know what I mean? Like, who's cheating on who? uh, uh, That fat suit from Medellin on. For real. Yes. Oh man, they all gain a bunch of weight. Oh, that'd be yeah. that'd be Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That'd be great. Yeah. That would yeah, like or just anything else that, they said it like essentially I think six months after. The first line in this movie is uh from Johnny Drama. I better jerk it before we get there because it's gonna be so much hot sex. And that's like talk about setting the tone for the remainder, every last single second of this movie. <laughs> it's just jerking off coming fucking making comments about fucking talking to your friends about people you have fucked or may want to fuck right. and we open on a yacht and actually i was looking at the time code which is bad idea because then you're watching paint dry basically <laughs> oh yeah totally i counted it's about two minutes until we see a bare-chested woman in this uh film. yeah well that's that's what you want i mean listen for the people who were excited for this movie you know, and going to the theater to see this piece of shit. Two minutes was two minutes too long. Can I tell you about the people that were excited about this movie? Sure. I was getting a haircut uh, about three months ago. So, like, I think maybe two months. Uh, the guy next to me was also getting a haircut. Young guy uh, getting a nice tape up. 
shape up haircut. <laughs> and he's like, Oh man, what'd you see this summer? They're talking about the movies at Pass. He's like, Yo, bro, did you go see Entourage? And the barber, you know, he's trying to make a tip. He's like, Oh no, I missed it. You know? <laughs> he's like, Oh man. No, man, me and my boys, we rolled up. And you could tell every squad was there with their boys. And then they started playing the theme music. And I was like, yeah, it was a fucking awesome night, man. And I'm like, what world do you live in? Oh, Maron, the best fucking world in the world. (laughs) The entourage world. He went through a magic mirror and I never saw him again. Like, how how are you alive? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, You know, ignorance is bliss, as I've read. So uh, those, the, when those, when those breasts popped out, those bo- those that squad went nuts. The other squad went nuts. Yep. All these squads. That, so that father said to his young son, "Well, there's her boobers." <laughs> oh yeah, totally, dude. Right there, that kid was scarred for life. <laughs> and there's the exit. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops! This is the Entourage movie. Great movie to bring your kids to. <laughs> so what? Uh, yeah, you, so you said Turtles a millionaire because he made a tequila company and sold it to Mark Cuban, I guess, or something. I don't know. Mark sure. Cuban's involved. Vince is gonna do, Vince is gonna do the movie, but he got divorced after nine, nine days. days. That's great. Oh, celebrities. He, I mean, and the thing is, like, the first, when the show began, like he was an aloof dick, and they kind of played it that way, and everyone's like, "Oh, that guy's kind of a dick." Not in this movie. Like he's still an aloof dick, but everyone's like, "Oh, it's cool. It's Vince. I love Vince." Like, uh, well, why? now he's like an Oscar-nominated actor or whatever. He's sure. he's in this movie. He's presented as. A capital G genius. <laughs> That's <laughs> very true. This guy is a genius, and he's going to reinvent the game. Because <laughs> Ari Gold is now becoming, and I quote, the king of Hollywood. Oh, and man. what does the king want? He wants to be in the Vinny Chase business. Oh. But what does Vinny Chase want? To direct his uh, first film. Right. And so that's like the thrust of this movie is Vince's directing a modern telling of uh, Jekyll and Hyde that's just called Hyde where he's like an EDM DJ. Oh, shoot me in the fucking head. I think that this is the first movie we've ever done where the movie itself qualifies as an episode and i kind of feel like the movie within a movie also would be an episode oh yeah because you know what it probably skews closest to in real life is like i frankenstein yes it looks like exactly like i frankenstein yeah it's i frankenstein but he's a dj that has like anger pills or something (laughs) and he like fires it out and everyone like it's kind of like the beginning of blade a little bit like it also felt very blade yeah Yeah. i wanted steven dorf to run in this giant rave and the camera's going through the crowd and there's all these people in black leather and whatnot just partying having a good time doing drugs and whatnot sure like you would a party and uh, you know randomly just some breasts yeah, they're in there. Oh, in the in in hide. Yes, yes, oh, I didn't yes. notice. Oh, I was hide, t- hide has nudity, my friend. <laughs> I was too busy checking my watch. So uh, we get all this. Uh, we get caught up with the boys after this kind of pointless yacht scene with a very long Piers Morgan. This oh. is where we are in the Entourage universe. He's doing a story not only on Vincent Chase like he would and Ari Gold like he would, yeah. but about the Entourage as well. He's interviewing <clears throat> Turtle, and Turtles on camera. That's That was my <laughs> question. And I don't... Because I feel like you and I stopped watching it at the same time, but like, does the world know about Turtle? You know what I mean? Like, my note was... Who would watch this? <laughs> yeah. Who would watch this Piers Morgan special? Who would give a fuck about what 
Hurtle has been up to, or any of his entourage. Or only, Piers Morgan. The, <laughs> also true. The only way anyone would give a shit about Vincent Chase's entourage is if in the world of entourage, they made a show based off of that entourage that was also called Entourage. Well, yeah. funny, funny you mentioned that. Because that's the pitch at the very end. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. And isn't that the worst always in movies is when, like, somebody, some character looks directly at the camera and he's like, hey, guys, I got a great idea for a movie or a TV show. Well, no. And then they give you the plot of the movie or the TV show you're watching. But here's how this movie somehow makes that worse. Because it's pitched as a movie. And then one of them goes, oh, I don't know, might make a better TV show. Fucking fuck you, movie. And isn't everybody slapping their knees when oh, that yeah. happens? Like, oh, that's the movie I just watched. So this is actually uh, mirroring a moment that happened after Mark Wahlberg directed a movie that got five Golden Globe nominations, <laughs> including no. Best Picture and Actor <laughs> and Supporting Actor. In case you didn't know, I mean, you have to know. If you know anything about Entourage, it's there, based on yeah. Mark Wahlberg. Basically, right. Mark Wahlberg is Vinny Chase. Right. Uh, uh, he had to bring his buddies out to L.A. to prevent him from beating the shit out of any more Vietnamese gentlemen. <laughs> Yo, bro, I'm getting all sorts of trouble. I got to get turtle and hamster and goober out here. <laughs> oh, bro, goober's not coming. <laughs> bro, didn't I tell you goober can't make it? Oh, no, goober's got cancer. <laughs> oh, no, goobs. The goobs. He's got the cancer. And <laughs> yet, <laughs> The funny thing about it is, like, that's a better TV show and movie is... Wahlburgers? Well, yeah, the Wahlburgers, because, like, those were violent dudes. Like, Mark Wahlberg and his fucking crew from Boston that were, like, breaking necks or whatever the hell they did when they came out in Hollywood. Oh, yeah, bro, we'll fucking kill you. Oh, dude, you don't like the Red Sox? Oh, my God, is that a Patrick Ewing jersey? Gooba, break this guy's neck. Oh, no, we can't because of the cancer. Sorry, I forgot about your frail bones, Goober. (laughs) R.I.P.D. Goober, man. Yeah, Goober didn't make it to 2016 like the rest of us. Have you? Has anyone tried to watch an episode of Wahlberg? No, because I I haven't had cable for like six years, so I missed the invention of it. Well, it's on. A, it's it's. I think it's A and E or something terrible. Uh-huh. And <laughs> I saw it in a hotel room actually. Yeah. And um, yeah. Yikes. Are they literally just making cheeseburgers? My mom's making burgers. <laughs> Is, Is his mother on the show? Yes. Oh, yeah. Is oh. he on, is he on it? Is Mark Wahlberg on it? He he is. Oh really? Yeah, okay. Yeah, you know what? It's it's so dumb. Like I it's don't remember be... a lot of it, but it's just dumb. It's just like you gotta you gotta get these burgers out. <laughs> like, I would wager. Table sevens would wait twenty minutes. <laughs> it's like the most boring parts of like Food Network shows, yeah, like yeah, um, yeah, like yeah. mystery diners or something. <laughs> and it's just like, bro, bro, you see that blue hair out there sitting at table seven? Bro, that's Cooper's mom. Her meal is comp, bro. <laughs> Just so you don't fucking forget, her meal's fucking comped. She lost a son who was terrible. Who is terrible? I would wager that Mark Wahlberg is on Wahlburgers as much as Kevin Smith is on that fucking comic book store show. Yeah, it's I bet a special I have, appearance. I've not seen that one actually. Didn't you watch a little bit of that? No, I mean everyone thinks I did, but I did. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did. Yeah, I guess that's. <clears throat> I was just unfairly making assumptions about. I have you. been to that comic book store a couple times. It's, it's in the neighborhood, kind of. That's cool. Um, um, yeah. So we do this whole Piers Morgan. This is what you missed in Entourage. I think even Piers Morgan is like, wow, Turtle, you lost a lot of weight. And it's like, you know what, dude? <laughs> I don't need a thin norm. I certainly don't need a thin turtle. Totally. If you saw me, if, you, if I saw 
a a thin Norm Peterson, mm-hmm. I'd throw up and I would not watch the Cheers movie. Yeah. Which, by the way, how did Cheers never have a movie? Because they had fucking respect for the audience. <laughs> so they're like, oh, we ended it the way we wanted it to. Good night, America. That's actually true. Like, we were a television show, and that's where we shall stay. Yes. And I don't... That's something. I mean, I don't understand this whole thing about these fucking TV shows need to be movies. It's like, when has it worked? Naked Gun? The only thing is weird, like, something like that Deadwood thing where it, the show didn't end the right way, and, like, how do we wrap it up? Right. Like, let's, 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 like, let's, like, have a movie to, to catch all the, the loose threads and make something nice. And, but, like, you're just going to do it on HBO, and it's going to live there. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, I don't need that shit to be theatrically released. Were there loose threads in the eight seasons of Entourage that we had to sit through? There were more movies that Vince may or may not do. <laughs> That's true. Or like you know those fucking Sex in the City movies, like those are trash. I I, I have not. Seen I saw them. the first one in theaters. It was an air, air conditioning uh, movie experience. Yeah, can sure. I, can I ask you a question? Did yeah. they use the theme song in that movie? Yeah, I do believe so. Okay, because I I was a little dismayed. To, I I really didn't want to hear that Perry Farrell song ever again. And I mean, I like Jane's Addiction, but sure, like, who doesn't? But that show ruined that Jane's Addiction song. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. And at least do something different with it. It's yes. just the same old like driving the, around L.A. with, like, my name and lights. Ooh. Yeah, the opening credits are the exact same. Like, use a, an acoustic. That's what I mean. Like, use an acoustic version. Maybe, like, get Richard Cheese or something terrible like Rich, that. Yeah, get Ri- me Richard Cheese. <laughs> Richard Cheese. And it's showing, like, Skid Row. Yeah. And, like, their names are, like, in cigarette butts because they've fallen uh, on hard times. And this is the comeback movie. That's, that's the thing. Have them do something where there's, like, conflict in this movie. This is literally just four episodes of Entourage in a row. It's, oh, man, is it ever. It's like, <laughs> how is this not just the appropriate movie comedy length of 90 minutes flat? Yeah, why did I need that extra 14 minutes? Where did that get pulled from? Like, I think it's probably adding up all those useless celebrity cameos. Let's get mm-hmm. into that. Sure, please. I don't know. I guess this, I mean, I, from what I remember, this was sort of the thing on the show where yeah. they run into people in Hollywood or whatever. Every episode had somebody in it. I mean, but my God, we're jamming them in. And they barely fart before they leave the screen. Well, a lot of them are callbacks from the show itself. You know uh-huh. what I mean? Like Gary Busey was on the show. Yes. Uh, right, I believe yeah. Bob Saget was on the show as well. Cuban, and, I think, was on the show. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So Obviously, like, Mark Wahlberg was farting around. Of course, bro. You'd for Goober's memory alone. You'd think that, <laughs> at least for Goober's memory alone, <laughs> now, is Goober, he'd have a larger cameo. Is Goober a, a real uh, uh, hood in his posse? No, or? no, we're making oh, that up. Okay. That dude Hamster's real though. Hamster. Hamster's the guy in the movie oh, who's like, I'm fucking crazy. He's the guy that got caught up Richard Gere, right? Is that what what's <laughs> yes, Urban the Legend? Yeah, yeah. Yes, he, he was caught up Richard Gere. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I heard about that. Yeah. <laughs> so everybody the boys go back to business. Vince is has directed this movie as like a hundred million dollars. And here's the thing, like, know anything about Hollywood. A movie wherein a super future DJ is based on <laughs> Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. That's a summer blockbuster tentpole, and that's all it is. And it's fun, and it's either good or really terrible. Well, if it's really terrible, we're releasing it in February like fucking yeah. I Frankenstein. I was going to say, this is February written all over. <laughs> it really does, but it's not. And it's like, 
oh my god, this movie is great. Like when everyone who sees this movie is like, oh my, this is a great movie. There's Brian's song, The Godfather, <laughs> and Hyde. You just want to like I was watching it like. No, Jeremy Piven didn't just say he thought it was excellent, right? Because, yes, yes. like, the conflict of the movie is we've got a bomb on our hands. Yes. But no, it's the best fucking movie he's ever seen. Yep. So there's no conflict in the movie. Well, th- there's bad guys that take the shape of fat people that try <laughs> and bring that bring Vince and all of his thin but all of his thin buddies down now. Right, because there's a, the outside interest is. Billy Bob Thornton's playing this Texan millionaire that's got all of his money wrapped up in Hollywood, apparently. Yeah. Oh, I'd wager he's a billionaire. Right, yeah. So <laughs> Lorne Malvo here <laughs> is, wants his money to be protected, you know? Right. So he sends his uh, chubby youngster to, <laughs> you know, the coast. The which second is, coming of Haley Joel Osment. Right, which playing I, Travis Malvo. Yeah, and I continue... <laughs> To enjoy this renaissance of Haley Joel Osment, I think he's he has really found a voice as being a comedic actor, and I think it's great. He does a fun performance in this movie, even though this movie's not good at all. No, like he's watchable, and Billy Bob are watchable, mm-hmm. uh, and and honestly, like whatever about him as a person, like Jeremy Piven is an entertaining guy, and the character's supposed to be obnoxious, and. He's good at doing this Ari Gold character. That's that's the only reason to even like maybe glance at this movie when it's playing at Best Buy. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. when you're shopping for other things <laughs> and it's playing at Best Buy, like oh maybe I'll stand here for a second. Maybe maybe Jeremy Piven will do something. Oh no, I'm not. Yeah, when you're when you're going to Best Buy to uh, use your your holiday gift cards that you received <laughs> a couple weeks back, uh, glance at Entourage and maybe you'll catch a glimpse of the Piv. So it's it's a bit. Uh, Vince is over budget. Uh, Ari is the studio head. Um, apparently, at a hundred million dollar budget, he needs ten million dollars more to do something. And they, the movie never tells you what no. that is. It's nope. not. There's a cut of the movie that people think is great. It's the fucking Godfather times three or whatever. <laughs> but no one says like, oh, that ten million is going to go towards special effects. It's going right. to go towards another character. It's going right. to reshoot this one scene that we didn't get audio for yeah, yeah. or going, something. Go into some detail about anything, but it, no, it's it's just like this. The and the show is like this too. You know, it's just this this. Fart. It's like it's like Hollywood fart of like no, we just need money, and yeah. you just put money, and movies come out. Yeah. <laughs> like heaven forbid, we try to look at Vincent Chase as like you know this actor turned director, and what his vision is for this movie, and why he because the whole beginning of the movie, like the whole first act, is he's hesitating showing Jeremy Piven a cut of the movie, and like yeah, like you said, Steve, like you don't know. What his beef with it is, or what he's like worried about happening with the movie, yes. and they just fucking skip that whole thing. It's just glossed right over. You know what it's uh, uh, replaced with? Titties. Oh, big time! Because it's parties and Kevin Connolly's character, who is E, uh, who I think is the biggest piece of shit in the movie. Oh, definitely, without question. Sure. And he's like doing your classic nice guy persona, your your nice Ted Bundy. Like, no, I'm a nice guy. I don't. I don't openly hate women, I swear to God. Like, no, you're a dick, dude. That's the thing. The nicest guy in the movie is the biggest fucking scumbag. Yes. I think I've seen all year. Like, I don't remember much about the show. I stopped watching it when when Martin Landau refused to let him play Joey Ramone. And I was like, well, that would have been kind of interesting to watch. So I'm just done with this show. Like, that's why I stopped watching. By the way, Joey Ramone movie, uh, Adam Driver, done. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, big that, time. I totally watched that. Oscars all over the place. They made a CBGB movie a couple years ago. Yeah, nobody liked that movie. Total dog shit. Yeah. And I don't know who's playing them in there. Probably nobody. Yeah. Um, uh, I forgot where I was going with this. Kevin Connolly. Oh, yeah. I, like, I didn't remember if Kevin Connolly was this much of a scumbag in this movie, but like, I could smell the fucking just gross fumes coming off this dude in this movie. He's like a creep. He's actually like kind of a creep. It's like he used <laughs> yeah. to be like the blue collar, like he was our stand-in, right? He was the guy like Right, he's the humble beginnings. He was a he was like a pizza maker. He in, manages like, Sparrows, dude. Yeah, in Kew Gardens. Yeah. Queens. Oh, and by the way, anyone visiting New York City in this coming mm-hmm. uh this new year here, um Sparrow isn't pizza. No. Go find other pizza. Just use the internet to find actual fucking right. pizza. But also, don't go to a place that's making pizza and sandwiches and selling you chicken the, 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 and yep. salads too. Like they they exist. You just got to skip past them. Anything that's got an Enzo's kind of feel, that's where you want to be. That's what my wife always says. If there's a pizza place that's making a gyro in the same stand, nope, nope, not yep. pizza. Nope. nope. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, so he was our like guide into this world. And right. we opened the movie. He's like having sex with some lady, and like it's a really gross sex. I think she's actually uh, a porn actress. That's why you see quite so much of her. Oh, is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, all right. Um, yeah, and it's just like, oh, I have to stop fucking because uh, my ex girlfriend uh, is calling me. I fucked her once and got her pregnant, so we're like dealing with this. Right, she's going to be having a baby, but it's like such an afterthought for this character and all these characters because the whole like. The gist of this whole movie is those parties and, yeah, we're going to live forever. We're going to party forever. We're going to drink and have fun forever. We're never going to get old. Well, the funny thing is they also, I think at some point, maybe right after the Piers Morgan interview, I think uh, Turtle's like, bro, we're almost all 35. And I'm like, no, you're not. You're all 40 years old. Does he say that in this movie? Almost 35. Wow. Yeah. My okay. ass. And that's, and that's the thing. It's like. Why not just like wear your heart on your sleeve and be like, look, these guys are getting what happens when Entourage kind of gets old? And it doesn't have to be like, a, you know, a tale of woe, but like, you know, that they're, they're struggling with it a little bit. You're yeah. right, because this is like, what was it, that Anchorman line? Like, oh, we've been going to the same party for 10 years and that is in no way depressing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like, I, I'm sorry. We, we do this podcast once a week. I love seeing you guys. After thirty, are you hanging out with the, like your friends every single day? Like you're sixteen years old? No, I'm no, mostly going all. home and falling asleep watching Hulu with my wife. I sleep in a big bed with my wife. You know what I mean? Like that's what <laughs> I and, sleep and, in a race car. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not even about getting married or like having a, a spouse or anything. It's about no, like, Steve. Just, I just don't need to see your ugly ass face every no, day. No, exactly. We're not partying. We're independent people. <laughs> yes. We're not because the, the this whole aunt concept is like, bro, where are you going to be if Johnny's not here to wipe your ass? <laughs> you're, yeah, you're exactly right. Like at this, we've had eight seasons and we're now in a movie. Guess what, Entourage? Vince has it. You can fly away, Turtle. Well, Turtle is an independent millionaire or multimillionaire. Most of the time, I think we're at Turtle's house, not not Vinny's. Yeah, oh, yeah, you're are. totally right. We, we yeah. are, most of this movie is set at Casa de Turtle. <laughs> He's still driving Vincent Chase around. And it's like, what? 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 Like, that, you know, you're making a movie. Here's the thing you want to have Turtle be this, like, multimillionaire with this tequila company? You introduce the new character as the new driver. You know what I mean? And that's 
how we progress as fucking storytellers, Doug Ellen. Or like, and like maybe like when Turtle hits it big, he buys like Vin a real nice car or like a, yeah. a, you know, a classic guitar that was owned by who knows, like a multi million dollar present. Like, dude, thank you so much for getting my feet wet. Right. I'm now going to be an adult somewhere, and I'm going to hang out <laughs> with you when when I can. We're going to hang out. We're going to smoke weed like once a month. It's going to be totally awesome. Who but knew? I can't live here, and I can't do whatever this is. Yeah, no thanks, everybody. We need to be adults now. And I'm looking at you, Kevin Dillon, as Johnny <laughs> Drama. You know what, Johnny Drama? If you're not as successful as these other people, it's okay for you to live in an apartment. Yes. Oh, my God. Like, any old... Like, he's always, like, booking work. Like, he was on a bunch of TV shows. The residuals, he's fine. Like, he's not... He's yes. not doing Stamos residuals, but he's doing okay. Yeah, no, definitely not doing Stamos residuals, please. But he, he's like <laughs> Johnny Drama. God. It's all the never too young residuals. Never too young to die residuals. That's what you're talking about, right? Yes. I can't believe I'm saying this, but he's probably the most interesting character throughout the series. Of course and, he is, yeah. And in this movie, yeah, because he has more conflict. He has the, the, the whole thing of like him and this humility, like he's being embarrassed all the time. Right. At least he's going through an emotion that's beyond, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, he's allowed to fail, so it's a character yeah. I want to watch. Exactly. Like, even, you know, and that's the difference, right? Like, even if Vinny's movie fails, the episode ends with him getting blown by a supermodel. Yes, and it's like, it's... I don't give a fuck. Like, the the perfect... Th- d- d- does your squad give a fuck, though? I'm just curious. I think the two of you are my squad. <laughs> Do you give a fuck? No, I don't. <laughs> No, no, bro. <laughs> no one's ever capped a picture of these fat pigs and said hashtag squad goals. I'll tell you that much. Dude, I've never known what that means. Yeah, please explain. I... You're our youth consultant. <laughs> Senior youth consultant, Steve Sadek. Uh I think, oh, new title for the new year. I like it. Uh, I think <laughs> it just means like, oh, one day my squad will achieve this. And, you know, it's usually like Yoda and Luke and like. Wait, now, what now? Squad, is that an acronym? No, it just means like the, the dudes your, and or your ladies entourage that your, I hang out your, with. You're like your group. Like yeah, your my group. Core. Yeah. yeah. Your social circle, as it will. Ooh. Yeah. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, my 20s, while being a lot of fun, a lot of the time, were pretty rough. I wasn't exactly rolling in dough. I lived at home until I was about 25. And for most of it, I didn't have this show or you lovely people in my life. I just kind of drifted around without direction. and didn't know where to voice that. Then I started to get my crap together one piece at a time. And the last piece, which didn't come until my early 30s, was therapy. And man, I wish it came along sooner. Ever since I started sitting down with a licensed therapist, I've had a place to voice my insecurities and try to fashion plans to help me achieve my goals. So that's why I'm thrilled we're sponsored by BetterHelp. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, and it's designed to be flexible, convenient, and suited to meet your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and the good thing is you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash WHM today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash W-H-M. This episode's brought to you in part by Rocket Money, and they have this question for you. They handed to me just now, Mr. Rocket just handed me this. 
Do you know how much your subscriptions really cost? Most Americans think they pay around $80 a month on subscription services, but the actual total is closer to $200. If you don't know exactly how much you're spending every month, you need Rocket Money. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. And with Rocket Money, you can lower those bills without resorting to having bean dinners every day of the week. You know, you have those bean dinners to try to save some few bucks. But if you were monitoring your spending with Rocket Money, you didn't necessarily need to eat every bean dinner. So find out what all the fuss is about. You know, over 80% of people have subscriptions they forgot about, like the Stars app. Don't get me started. You don't have to go through all the back end of the website anymore. You don't have to call customer service. Rocket Money helps you manage all your finances in one place as well and categorizes everything. It's easy to keep track of a whole budget. Even I can do it and I got rocks in my head. So find out what 3 million people have already done. They've taken the rocket, folks. Stop throwing the money away. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash WHM. That is rocketmoney.com slash WHM. Once more, rocketmoney.com slash WHM, which stands for We Hate Movies. But what, you know... If you're not going to do it in the show, you can do it in the movie because it's a movie and you should be able to do whatever you want. Like, use this as a way to, like, satirize Hollywood, like contemporary, disgusting, soulless fucking Hollywood. But they don't do that. It's just like, look at my swinging dick being <laughs> so successful in Hollywood. Isn't my swinging dick great? Isn't it weird that this movie didn't do so well? <laughs> Oh, did it not? No, it didn't. It did it, not do well. It, huh? it it made money. It made its money, but like just barely. It was like a twenty-seven million dollar budget. It made like forty-nine. Like not. Ooh, that's um, not good at all. No. Um. No. So that means we probably won't be having an entourage to shove down our throats like that. Sex in the City sequel. Oh no, no. <laughs> oh no. Um. So yeah, E is like having sex with this one woman, and then like he goes to like do Lamaze class with right. uh, Sloan. He gets a text from this lady while he's showing Sloan something, and she goes, I want your cock. Which he should say is, I want your Kevin Connolly cock, comma, for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> but she says, I want your cock for some reason. And he, Sloan sees it, and he calls her up afterwards. And for some, he tells the girl, oh, by the way, this weird relationship I'm having with my quote-unquote baby mama, she saw you send that text. Why would you ever let this woman know that that happened? Yeah, you know what? Because he's just, such a nice guy. Yeah, he's so that's well. Honest. That's he does. Yeah, he does say that, right? He's like, I'm always honest. It's like I don't. That's not good honesty, dude. And no, like, it's also not interesting a for a character. Yeah, no. or or who gives a shit, Eric? You're yes, also correct. Who gives a shit? But her, her, the young lady's name is Melanie, and after that exchange. She's like, I don't know, E, this is too weird. <laughs> yeah, it is. This is really weird. It is weird. Why is your uh, your pregnant ex-girlfriend or ex-wife looking at your text messages? Like, I thought we were having some fun here. Fuck you. Well, I mean, mark. yeah, we do know the truth of that scene is that he's showing her yes. a picture of his niece that yeah. was just born or sure, whatever. Sure, sure, and it's sure. just one of those, like... Hope nobody texts me while this is happening. You know, you guys always text me lewd jokes and, and things of that nature that I'm always like, sure hope they don't text anything when I'm showing my wife this picture of a puppy. I would hate your wife to see when I text you, I want your cock. 
<laughs> yeah, that would be pretty awkward. You know what's a good thing? Do not disturb. Mm-hmm. What? Oh, see, youth consultant here. He knows how to use the tech. You just, <laughs> when you're trying to go to sleep and somebody might be stoned texting you, I'm not looking at anyone in this room <laughs> at 2 o'clock in the morning, and you have an insomnia, and it's difficult to go back to sleep. You do not disturb, and that's all fine. Oh, I'm glad you found that and stopped yelling at me through text. <laughs> I didn't look at anybody in the room. Okay, so that confirms it wasn't me. I'm the guy that texts you at uh, 6 a.m. <laughs> oh, you, you, you got it too. Don't worry about it. I like to sleep early and sleep late. So one of the big like set pieces of this movie is they're going to have a test screening yes. for Hyde. Uh, and in true, oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah fashion, <laughs> it's not a fucking professional test screening in a screening room nope. with fucking 10 people. No way, It is bro. a 500-person beach party. We're having a beach party, brah. <laughs> and this, this, again, is another missed opportunity for this movie because E is like, oh, don't worry. I'm having everyone here sign an NDA. Yep. It's totally fine. And they're setting up a gigantic movie size, like a movie theater size screen mm-hmm. up out on the beach. And I was like, oh, man. Someone's gonna get the movie on the boot. It's gonna leak. Yep. This thing's gonna be a disaster. Mm-hmm. Nope. Doesn't yeah. like another <laughs> fucking blown avenue to go down. And also, why would you have a test screening on a beach? It's a terrible circumstance to watch a movie, especially like a prestige question mark. Oh movie. man, outdoor screenings. It's here's what I always you could equate. watch Superman on an outdoor right. Screening. It has to be a movie you've seen a thousand times. Yes. That's mm-hmm. why when you look at outdoor screenings, it's like Ghostbusters, <laughs> Casablanca, Superman, Top Gun. Yeah, not a new movie that no one knows anything about, and you're looking for serious fucking feedback. And everyone else, everyone there is is looking at not the movie. They're looking at the goods, as I like to say. You know what yeah. I'm saying? You know what I'm saying, bro? <laughs> Can you know get, what I'm saying, bro? Bro, can we get into Gary Busey in this movie? Bro, we could totally get into Gary Busey. The oh, ghost man. of Gary Busey, I might call him. Dude, I don't think he ever knew the camera was rolling. <laughs> I think he was just talking. It's kind of said he looks a little frail. Yeah, I think he's reprising his uh, character that was Gary Busey on the show. Like, And then he right. comes back as like the same thing. He's like doing like fake mysticism stuff. Oh, is that what he did on the yeah, show? Yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah. I got to Gary Busey on no. it. No, and it's just like... It's kind of sad. He's like, just, you know, <laughs> talking about the inner conflict of humanity's sense of good and evil. Hey, is the camera rolling yet, Doug? I got a lot of good stuff up my sleeve. You mind if I wear these sunglasses the whole time? My eyeballs fell out three days ago. <laughs> I'm holding together by mostly duct tape at this point. <laughs> I'm kind of like the invisible man. No, this isn't my hair. It's a ripped up straw hat. <laughs> it's what it looks like. It kind of does, man. I know. <laughs> I, just... I had another 50 motorcycle crashes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Duck. Hey, Doug, what's that duct tape situation in this, uh, this, this side of the world? Just want to make sure my, all my arms stay together. And, like, you know, I, I get it. Like, your whole thing was, like, celebrities came in and made these cameos and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But you're making this movie, like, get a solid group of, like, maybe five celebrities that yes. keep coming back in. Because it's, like, in this scene alone, like... Clay Matthews, Russell Wilson, like all these football Baron players. Baron Davis is there for some reason. Yeah, totally. And then you're just like, all these people are just running in, like, hey, Vince, that's cool. <laughs> and, and that's the cameo. Russell, uh, apparently during the scene, Russell Wilson, who's in the scene, uh, is quarterback is, for the Seattle Seahawks, uh, is talking to E about being sure it's kind of a gag. And I think there was a football scene wherein Kevin Conley broke his leg. 
<laughs> Good. And they had to like ride around it or something, which I, I guess is I don't, I don't know what that even means. I didn't even pay attention. Was E sitting down a lot in this film? <laughs> well, he was on his back a lot. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. 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 <laughs> um. And who else do we get? The, the Dice Man shows up. The oh, Dice Man, man in full Dice Man regalia. He's by wearing the a way. concert T-shirt like uh, <laughs> that you could buy at a Dice Man show. On, of course, he's like, "Well, look, I'm gonna do it, but uh, I gotta wear my shirt. I gotta sell things too, you stupid fuck, Doug Ellen. <laughs> can, can I put my website on the back of my leather jacket? <laughs> no, you can't, Dice. God, what is he even talking about in this movie? Doesn't he give like career advice or something? Like, hey, yo, he says something to your Kevin stocks. Dillon. I think I don't know. Oh, yeah. th- at this point, uh, Kevin Dillon is roofing up a nice. He's got Molly and Viagra, and he's putting it in a water bottle. Right, because right, because um, by the way, I think it's Queens Boulevard and Medellin auteur. Billy Walsh. Oh, that's is, who that guy is. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, yeah. He's got a like it's like, like a, a fucking shit, candy jar full of like Molly. Yeah. So yeah. Like, hey Billy, I thought you uh quit drugs. I quit the the drugs that make you angry, brah. The, the thing that always bugged me, and this is one of the reasons I, I walked out on the show, was like Billy was a character that was like supposed to be like kind of a genius, like actually a good director, but like he was always the butt of every joke for having any artistic integrity whatsoever. Right. So it's true. like you know what, this isn't the show for me. And like, <laughs> and the same thing here. He's just a crazy nutcase. Right. It's it's art, bro. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> oh man, that's a bad person to be around. <laughs> oh a, man, a bro who's artistic. <laughs> I think we knew quite a few art bros back at college. We knew some art bros for sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. So uh, so he gets roofied, and he's on all this molly with a fucking uh, a gigantic throbbing erection, and he's running around this movie. And then some girl goes up to him and is like, hey, you're cute for some reason, Kevin Connolly. And she, <laughs> they go upstairs in Turtle's house and have sex. Turtle is giving a tour to Ronda Rousey. Uh, and yeah. who's mm-hmm. like, and she's like kind of the main celebrity in this film. She, I guess. That, like her length of a, of appearance or length of screen time in this movie is what I wish you got like another four celebrities to do. Yes, and those were the cameos. Well, th- like this is her trying to get into acting. Yeah. Well, I I will say this. I I honestly think this. No joke in here on the comedy show. I think Ronda Rousey is a delight in this movie. I think her, I think her jokes are hitting. She's got good screen presence. And I'll tell you what, I'll watch that fucking Roadhouse remake. Oh, that's right. She's doing that, right? Yeah. That's kind of, oh, yeah, yeah. And she beats the fucking ever-loving shit out of Turtle, which is awesome. That's fun. Come on, that's cool. So, so because she, she fights Turtles, that makes her the film's hero. <laughs> yeah. Ronda Rousey is the hero of this film. But it's a weird circumstance in which she fights Turtle. And I'm sorry, listener, we are jumping around There's no a bit. plot to this movie. There is we're no just, plot. You know what? We're jumping vignette to vignette. Well, before we get, I just want to yes, finish please. out this. Let's this, finish this. the weird sexual experience with E. So he's having sex at <laughs> Turtle's house and you know Turtle and Ronda Rousey knew each other he's like hitting on her and then like he's you know get to the tour of the bedroom he's like and Ronda Rousey says I think someone's fucking in there which is kind of funny dude I got a huge legitimate laugh out of that delivery that's what I'm talking about and they knock down the door and it's E and here's the thing if I thankfully our squad such as it is If I walked in on either of you having sex, it would be like, oh, shit, and close the door quickly. No matter what this is. I'm sorry. If it's my house, your house, whatever it is, like, up, 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 and we'll talk about it later. 
Turtle's like, oh, yeah, bro. Good for you. If it was anybody else fucking in my house, I'd be so pissed off. But it's kind of cool, E. And He's Ronda like, Rousey's yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And Ronda Rousey's like, I guess I'm in this movie. Hand wave. Uh, jump around, Eric. I apologize. Um, where was I going? The not-too-distant future. Oh, well, yes. Oh, yeah, but, the, but... the Ronda Rousey versus the turtle fight. R- turtle. <laughs> okay, so... Here's the weird stakes of that fight, all right? <laughs> if Turtle can last 60 seconds, he gets the banger! Right. Which Did I feel was bang a... or date? I well, think no, it's the... sex. I think no, she but says it, sex. No, but it's, it's a joke. The, the, the... It's a joke, but he's like, I better last that long. I wanna... Well, now you're going to have to have sex with me. I'm Turtle. She says... How could you... you collect on that bet, by the way? Oh, like, I, don't I don't care. You eat a bet's a bet. Yeah, total. That yeah, that's a weird bet to fucking cash in. <laughs> but what she says is, if you can last thirty seconds in the ring with me without tapping out, we can go on a date. Right? He says. He says, uh, if I last thirty seconds in the ring with you, will you yeah. go out to dinner with me? Yes. And her response is, if you last sixty, you can fuck me. Oh, uh, okay. And this is based on a, a true story by uh, Goober and China. <laughs> <laughs> Oh! 1995, I think yeah. it was. Bro, get in there, Goober. You could do it, man. <laughs> Bro, it's China. Don't worry. She ain't got nothing. You, she, the, she wants to fuck you, Goober. Oh, no. Goober's, Goober got beaten good. He's going to the hospital now. <laughs> and then at the hospital, when they run all the tests on yep. broken bones, <laughs> yep. they yep. find out. That's where, uh, Goob, guess what? Uh, only a couple of stress fractures in your arm, bro. But uh, turns out you got pelvic cancer. <laughs> oh, no, bro. Goober ain't feeling too good about this. No, Goober, Mark's not feeling good about it neither. Hamster doesn't like it either. <laughs> Goob, we're in with we're in with you for the long haul, bro. Whatever you need. Hold my hand, Goober. <laughs> it's <laughs> hamster. <laughs> yeah, the Herculoids are pissed off too. <laughs> They're part of our d- deep squad, bro. It's me, Goober, Hamster, and the Herculoids. I'm crazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, Herculoid. It is going to be an uphill battle. <laughs> but she, she like breaks his arm, right? She breaks his arm, and he doesn't tap out till the thirty seconds. Yeah, so yeah, they can whatever. go out to dinner. Yeah, it's it's a weird situation. It is, and and this is another thing. This happens at the beginning of this scene that I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" They go. Everywhere together. They really do 35. I'm, I'll be 35 in about three years. My God, if I'm hang, if I'm going <laughs> everywhere with anyone. Kill yourself. Yeah. It's like the whole thing is set up. There was an awkward misunderstanding where Rhonda like invited Turtle over for brunch or something. And Kevin Dillon like, got in his head and he made him think it was more like a business meeting. So he, Turtle's like pitching her all this shit. Like, you should start a vodka line and work yeah. for Dan Aykroyd. You know, all this stuff. <laughs> no, it didn't. <laughs> Dan Aykroyd's making more vodka than he is movies these days. That would have been a welcome cameo. <laughs> sure. Maybe instead, you know, I know you like Rhonda here, but <laughs> if someone was trying to woo Dan Aykroyd, <laughs> it got more interesting. Hey, it- Rhonda, want to go on a date with me? We talk about UFOs. <laughs> but so then there's this mis- misunderstanding where she's like thinking of it more as a personal thing. Right, yeah. So she gets pissed off and kicks him out. So he's like, I should go apologize to Rhonda. She yeah. says, come apologize in person. 
So they're like, well, get in the car, bro. We'll go apologize to Rhonda. I'd be like, why don't you fucking hang out, drama? Oh. <laughs> yeah, seriously. By the dude. way, did we mention that they they meet from Turtle obsessively stalking her in a car and chasing her he down? He practically runs her off the road. Like, oh, yeah. He's like, oh, bro, it's Ronda Rousey. And they drive around. I got a thing for her, bro. So I'm going to follow her. The drive music starts. Yeah. <laughs> Turtle is not a real hero or a real human being. Yeah, but he's skinny enough to fit in the scorpion jacket, though, so that's fun. <laughs> he finally got there. She hilariously takes out some, like, nightstick and beats the shit out of Vince's car, which is pretty nice. But then she's like, oh, hi, Vince. You know, because it's small town Hollywood. And oh, everybody knows everybody, these dude. These stars are rubbing elbows, and they're out tonight. You know what I like? Uh, what we discovered, we should do it this way, is we'll talk about each character's whole plot line one-on-one because <laughs> right. that's, that's kind of a good way to do because i mean i'm movie- sorry this is this is a horrible stew yeah and uh, it's hard to digest and we can't figure out what to talk about oh yeah this so, movie gave me acid reflux don't worry about it so next we got e so like he gets he has sex with uh this one girl he's trying to woo back sloan he has sex with this other girl because he gets roofied by drama and like Really drugged out at Turtle's ha- uh, Turtle's house. That's what's gonna happen at Turtle's house. You don't. You put your drink down at Turtle's house. You leave your drink down at Turtle's house. Oh yeah. Meanwhile, you are the producer yes. of this hundred plus million dollar movie. Yeah. And you're getting fucking whacked out on drugs and fucking when you should be worried about this movie might be tanking. There's so little work actually done. Like, how about Turtle actually? Do something for that company. <laughs> Show nice. me what is going on in yep. some way. How about something happens? There's like a, a production malfunction, and like the stock of his tequila company plummets for some reason. But no, it has to be a fucking fantasy forever. I almost, I think I might have a working fan theory. We'll get back to E in just a second. That's fine. <laughs> Everybody, put your pencils down. I but, got my listicle ready for your fan theory. All right, and we've been saying this a lot lately because it's. It's basically every fan theory, and it's really dumb. <laughs> what if Turtle, this this is all Turtle's imagination. Right oh, after, and he's dead? Yep. This is, is the the flickering, leaving the eye of a dead, dead fat turtle. Oh, I oh, like yeah. where you're going with this. He's he accidentally like, took some bad Mexican weight loss pills. Yeah, he's like... <laughs> What if I was th- oh what if what if I was thin oh I'd be sleeping with Ronda Rousey I own a m- I'd be friends with Mark Cuban with a multi million dollar company when like, in reality he just OD'd while watching Sports Center right yes. he's just <laughs> like jerking off he's twitching on the floor right now oh, and this yeah. entire movie R I P D Turtle yeah, it's all in his, it's all in his head uh, bro so- Turtle and Goober are laughing it up in heaven oh man. I got a tattoo on one bicep, a turtle, the other one a goober. I only got two biceps. I hope no more friends die. <laughs> <laughs> then they're going to be sharing biceps, bro. Just tattoo their faces over the other faces. <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. But I, I always said when uh, LeVar Burton goes, I'm getting him on my back. <laughs> Huge TNG fan. And he taught me how to read. <laughs> when he was... In his 30s, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah, I know, Herculoids. You got the knees. <laughs> I'm going to get knee tats on my, on my knees when you guys go, but I think you guys live forever. I don't know, you Herculoids. <laughs> how am I supposed to know how long Herculoids live? Anyway, back to this movie that's kind of about me, yes, bro. So, the journey of E. 
Let's get let's get into the nitty gritty. So he, I mean, it's it's kind of stupid. Like, um, he he goes to Lama's class with uh with Sloane, right? And she's like, hey, you know, this should, actress is who? Uh, Emmanuel Sharik. 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 Okay, I, don't I think to, yeah. I don't know how to say that. Um. And she's and like, what is the backstory between them? Like, oh, they were, dude, they were the Sam and Diane of Entourage. <laughs> Such as it was. But then he, like, screwed her mother or something? He fought, apparently, I didn't, this is way after I left, but he had sex with her stepmother, I guess. And sure. Her dad, by the way, Malcolm McDowell in this show. No Malcolm McDowell cameo. Oh, He's too busy man. doing burrito commercials. Well, unless they, oh, uh, unless they, like, killed him off on That's the show That's entirely or something. possible. Right. Or did E sleep with him, too? <laughs> Hello, E. Oh, now you had sex with me. I'm going to turn into a puma now. What Look, I think is... Ma- <laughs> <laughs> Looks like Johnny drugged you. <laughs> going to eat this stuff off my body. <laughs> lick. No. Lick, uh, lick. I couldn't help myself. I want your cock, E. And now I'm a cat. <laughs> um, I got the... Someone texted you, Mal- Malcolm, <laughs> I want your cock. <laughs> what is... It? That's my father, E. <laughs> oh, then he sent you a cute cat picture. Oh, no, that's him. That's oh him. He God. turned into a cat. It's, it's Malcolm his, McDowell cat. It's a cat dick pic. <laughs> Isn't Malcolm McDowell on that new Amazon commercial where he's show like, hole? now you've got a show hole. And I'm yeah. just like, stop saying show hole, TV. <laughs> well, Entourage had a show hole, and this movie filled that fucking hole. <laughs> just like E. Yeah, that's right. Oh, man. So there's going to be an E Junior, and this guy's out contracting all kinds of. Well, well that's, speaking that's, of contracting, that's yeah. what happens. He, he, he's, he, they're like, oh, sh- will we, won't we get back together? And she's like, I don't know. I, you kind of lost me when you uh, had sex with my, my stepmother. My entire right. family. <laughs> and you fucked my dad that time when he turned into a cat. You, you also fucked my dog. But. <laughs> And she's like, oh, you know, if you want come to my house, we'll have sex because I'm pregnant. I kind of just want somebody around. Right. You know what I mean? It's hard to meet somebody when you're pregnant, which I imagine is true. Uh, and he gets a phone call from the, the first woman. And she's like, look, I'm pregnant. You better meet me in 20 minutes. Right. And he's like, oh, fuck, bro. And he's <laughs> like, oh, I can't meet you. But didn't they have sex like that day? They did. Yeah. Like, he, does, like, the, yeah. does the science work on that? I'm not a scientist. I, I'm pretty sure the science doesn't work on that, actually. Dude, that's... also, by the way, E, I guess, doesn't believe in wrapping it up, which means, my God, what's going on over there? Uh, what's going on is, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Is that the Richard Cheese version? <laughs> oh, no, mine is a lot better. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for coming out tonight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. It's been great playing this New Jersey casino. <laughs> Richard Cheese. So he goes out to lunch with the... He's like, oh, I can't, you know... He he jeopardizes his thing with Sloan. He goes out to lunch. He, you know, I'm sorry. He, he feels like shit. He's walking hang dog. Drama and Turtle pick him up because they're just driving out. Like, e, get in the car, bro. Come on. Is that E? Bro, bro, is that E? He's walking around and the Peanuts music's playing. 
Cause man, that humdrum, uh, dude. It totally. I'm sorry, you fucked so many people in the short amount of time of this movie, <laughs> dude. They did that gag in Arrested Development, and exactly. now it's just here without the piano. You need the piano, and they're like, "Bro, get in the car." Nobody walks in L.A. What are you, a fucking homeless person? And Entourage is supposed to be kind of a comedy. Why can't they play up stuff for laughs beyond the it's a witticisms? Com- it's a. <laughs> It's a comedy drama, Eric. I might start. It's a you... comedy Johnny drama. Uh, oh. <laughs> so they're like, oh, and he, he explains the whole thing to them. Like, all right, bro, uh, you go in there. We'll be here for moral support. And then they wind up going in the restaurant with him. They can't help themselves. And he's like, what the fuck are you doing? And he's like, bro, we're hungry. And it's like, you're in Los Angeles, turtle, mm-hmm. and fucking drama. Go anywhere else to get food. Let me have an adult moment by myself. I may nope. have gotten two women pregnant. No, I need to. I need to be here with my buddies. My buddies need to watch me do this, and then the th- and take pictures of me. By the way, and then the third girl shows up, and she's like, "Oh, you know that happened really fast. Can I sit down?" And she's like, "Oh no, I'm supposed to meet the other one." This is like a bad episode of Entourage, by the way. <laughs> and she basically the, the gist. She starts saying that she might have an STD, and he starts freaking out. And basically, the other one sits down as well, and she's like, by the way, we got you or something. They're roommates, as it turns out. We wanted to teach you a lesson. And you know what the lesson is, dude? Like, shut the fuck up. I mean, honestly, (laughs) there's no point to, like, why doesn't he have two kid women pregnant? You know what I mean? Exactly. That would be such an interesting thing. I'm thinking the same thing. I was like, oh, again, here's another opportunity for conflict in this movie. No, but you know why? Because the party's never going to stop, bro. (laughs) We're never going to get old. Oh, my God. And, you know, I think this qualifies as a sexy prank. Yeah, it is. It's kind of a sexy prank. They both sleep with him, and they both make up. A bogus terror story. <laughs> Ooh, maybe there's repercussions. Repercussions. <laughs> oh, there it is. Of your action. Like, or it, wear a condom ever. Well, yeah. Let's let's just go back to spend the twelve dollars to get a box of condoms. You millionaire. <laughs> You sex-crazed millionaire. <laughs> you think there'd be a closet full of them around there? Totally. Like, come on. You you admire. Yes. These people like Mark Cuban. You don't think Mark Cuban's wrapping it up? Mark Cuban's wrapping it up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's also he's wrapping it up, and he's having the women killed after. <laughs> Wrapped up in garbage bags. <laughs> <laughs> Those are impenetrable. <laughs> but man, you know, there's so many shots and so many parties, and there's so many shots of these parties, man. That like these these girls in bikinis dancing around mm-hmm. yeah. with their dead eyes. <laughs> And it's just like, hey, we're just meat. Oh no, it's it's just <laughs> that's how the movie presents no, them, not have, me. No, you're right because this movie is forty year old dudes oogling nineteen year old girls yep. and having sex with nineteen year old girls the yeah. entire time. Yeah, and yeah. he is the even at this scene where the t- the two women who he had sex with like behind their back and blah blah blah, like he's yeah. in a relationship with the first one, kind of. Yeah, it's. They all have to stop themselves and say, but you're a really nice guy because you talk in a small voice, I guess. Like, <laughs> you're a scumbag, dude. Like, you're a legitimate fucking scumbag. Well, he's, he's soft-spoken. He's got, a, he's got, like, a cute, like, Queen's accent a little bit, you know? Yeah. Like, I just, I'm just a humble man. I used to manage a Sparrows. Now I'm out here. I'm a millionaire movie producer. I mean, who am I? I'm nobody. I'm nothing. What a Let's cute- get fucking... <laughs> Cupid doll, little fella. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, oh that's a, that's great. 
Oh, text me again about my cock. Yeah, that's cool. Oh, shit. Hey, Turtle, I got a hard on. Hey, Turtle, what are we going to do about this? Also, just in thinking. What are we going to do about this? Oh, man, that happened with Goober and Hamster, bro. We don't talk about that. But after that many Percocets, you're going to do whatever you're going to do. I know, Herculoid. You're not going to get involved. Bro, did you know that Goober and Hamster are actually Eskimo brothers? No shit, bro. That's a thing that happened. Be jealous, Herculoids. It happened. Dude, I tried. I spent two days trying to find a hole on a Herculoid. I couldn't figure it out. <laughs> Man, that's like trying to find a hole on a Herculoid. <laughs> I don't care who you are. That's funny. We can get into oh, man. now. Uh, that, that's basically E's plot, and then he winds up with Sloan. Essentially, uh, we can get into Vinny's plot, which is the main beef. It's supposed to be the movie. Uh, Haley Joel Osment comes. Um, Vince is dating some girl named I don't even. She's like an actress. She's uh, a, she's a a model turned actress. I believe is Emily the idea. Scheme. <laughs> <laughs> I think she was in Gone Girl. Emily yeah. Radahowski. She plays the. Uh, yeah, the, the college uh, student that Ben Affleck sleeps with in Gone Girl. And she's in this movie, and Haley Joel Osment falls in love with her, and he sees the movie and says he hates it. His notes are, I want to cut Johnny Drama out of the movie, which is a big problem because, you know, John, everyone feels bad for Johnny Drama. He's their dog, apparently. <laughs> like, oh, drama. Yeah. Well, oh, bro, bro, did someone feed Johnny chocolate? <laughs> He's puking up in the corner, bro. Someone feed Johnny chocolate? Come on. Fess up. You would think... Did did you eat all the star magic from the Herculoids? (laughs) That's for the Herculoids drama. Drama, get out of the garbage. (laughs) Get out. Don't you growl at me, bro. Get out of the garbage. (laughs) Oh, come on, baby, bro. (laughs) Come on, little bro. Oh, man. Little Uh, bro. (laughs) The thing about cutting drama from the movie is like... Johnny Drama is no stranger to being cut from movies. Yep. And granted, he's like, oh, bro, this is like the best acting I've ever done, bro. But <laughs> spit it out, Drama. Drama, drop it. Drop it. Drama. Drama, drop it. Bro. <laughs> but just like the whole idea that like, man, we can't bring ourselves to cut drama from this movie. Drama, you're getting cut from that movie. Yeah. You know, come on. There's that. So, the, uh, Haley Joel Osment, uh, locks himself in the editing room. Right. And, like, tries to hijack the editor. And this is when we got our first of two Mark Wahlberg cameos, where it's him, Hamster, and somebody else is like, oh, what's going on? Oh, right. Oh, you got someone locked in the editing room? That happens all the time. I'm doing Ted 3. And yeah, we're making Ted 3 jokes, by it's the like, way. Yeah, I would do 20 of them. He oh, also man, was... mentions Wahlburgers. Oh, we, he does. Dude, we oh. have to get that Wahlburgers plug oh, in. Oh, Ari. Oh, yeah. Wahlburgers. It's on, it's on A&E, bro. <laughs> bro, Wednesday's at 9.30 on A&E. Season 5 hold, is happening. Hold on. This movie about my life is based on a TV show also about my life. And now I'm in it, bro. Bro, what's real? I got to call Tom Brady, bro. I don't know what's going on. I hey, th- Tom, am I real? Hey, quick. Hey, Tom Brady. We got to do like the end of Fight Club, bro. Shoot me in the fucking head. <laughs> Wake me up, Tom Brady. Shoot me in the Is head. Is this all a dream? Am I in Tom Brady's dream? Oh, shit, bro. I think I'm in Inception. <laughs> I've been incepted. Bro, I auditioned for that movie, and I got the fucking raw deal from that Chris Nolan. Bro, also Deflategate. Bunch of bullshit. Tommy, you're a legend. <laughs> 
Uh, and Tom Brady's like, oh my god, every week with this guy. It's yeah. just Tom Brady puts the phone on speaker and leaves it on a coffee table and walks away. But like, do you ever think like if you're maybe this is a, we're all living on some giant's fingernail, bro? <laughs> I think about that all the time. You honestly, you tell that to Tom Brady, and he'll be eating out of your paw, man. That guy would believe it. Because, I mean, he wants to make America great again. Did you hear about this? Oh, yeah. He's a Trump supporter, man. What a fucking idiot. Yeah. Oh, man. And it's not just because I'm a Giants fan, but what a fucking idiot (laughs) with that shit. Yeah, and he's also a cheat. He's also a dirty, rotten cheat. He's a baby abandoner. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Abandoned my child. (laughs) (laughs) I abandoned my boy. (laughs) Bastard in a basket. (laughs) Yeah, laments Tom Brady's never had. (laughs) I could use Daniel Plainview in this movie. Where is the Daniel Day-Lewis cameo in this movie? (laughs) Oh, boys, the party's just getting started. Where are those Molly tablets? Or how about Billy Bob Thornton be an actual Texan villain or something? He's barely in this movie. He's like, see you later, movie. I got Fargo to do. That was pissing me off, man, because like I'm coming off Fargo season two, and I'm getting ready to start one, and I was like, Oh, a little, little Billy Bob treat to ease me into Fargo season one. No, approximately four and a half minutes of screen time. Yeah. Horse shit. Because, like, He's like the all Boba the- Fett of this movie. <laughs> Like all the best parts of this movie, uh-huh. he's not in it for you know more than five minutes. My favorite Vinny Chase line. So like it, the whole thing is like oh drama blah 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 cut out the movie. Uh, they sit down with Haley Joel Osment. He's like actually I'm not a fan of what you do, Vince. I want to replace you in the movie because I'm so pissed off. And I think it's after E breaks up with the girls or whatever, and like all the shit with Dro- Turtle comes in, and they're, right. they're all spouting all this horse shit. Like oh my god, did you see what E did? Blah blah blah. Drama, uh, Vinny Chase just goes, I don't give a fuck what you're talking about right now. We've got to worry about my problem, which is amazing because that must be happening all the time. Like, you know what? Drop it, drama. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get, put it down. Spit it out. It's not the time for this shit. <laughs> <laughs> but that's like the the end of the second act of, of this movie, which if there is one, but there's not. But if there was one, it's like. They all got to get mad at each other and then go away for a little yeah. bit, you know, because that's how you fucking tell a story. Doug, Ellen, eight seasons of this horse shit. You know, Doug wanted to direct a movie. I let him do it. <laughs> I call him Doug E-Dog. <laughs> <laughs> He's a buddy of mine. Doug takes my calls. Oh, shit. My bro. existential calls at two o'clock in the morning. Bro, every time I say Doug E-Dog, I want hot dogs. <laughs> I'm hungry. Interview over. I'm going to get hot dogs. Hebrew National, here I come. What are you doing, Mark? You're the owner of Wahlburgers. You gotta have burgers, bro. Bro, I don't eat that shit. What are you, fucking crazy? Eating a <laughs> I am crazy. I'm hamster. <laughs> <laughs> Thought you were talking to Goober? Bro, I just see Goober in your face all the time. You were first cousins. You're seeing Goober everywhere, bro. I'm worried about you, bro. <laughs> maybe, maybe Goober's not dead. Maybe it's all a dream. I don't know. What is reality anyways? You know what I mean? That's why I watch so many fucking Red Sox games. <laughs> bro, what if we're living in the, the the death dream of a fictional character right now? <laughs> oh, fuck, bro. That's deep. That's Dude. deeper than the Mariana Trench. Do you know how deep that is, by the way, bro? That's like a whole other planet down there. Every night I go to sleep and I pray that I don't wake up back on the set of Shooter. 
Like I always think like maybe what if this is all a fever dream and I'm still in shooter. That guy Danny Glover was always yelling at me, bro. <laughs> You ever let... heard of this Danny Glover guy? He was always yelling at me. He wouldn't let up. <laughs> he was a real mean jerk. Also, Danny Glover, not a fan of the Herculoids. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> he did not want to do Gak with the Herculoids. And the Herculoids love Gak. It's all they do. I'd say, Herculoid, have a beer. Nope. They're blowing yayo, bro. <laughs> Uh, I don't know what happens. I mean, like, basically, <laughs> Ari loses his mind because, like, he's also kind of getting forced out of the studio or something. Right. Because it's going over budget. He, the studio has, like, no real tent pole. There's no Marvel or Star Wars coming <laughs> down the pipe. It's right. just hide, 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 which everyone views as a vanity project. Oh, as they well should. should. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But... Just, Eric, all you have to do is watch Hyde, and you know it's the best fucking movie ever made. I know. Turns out it's a masterpiece. <laughs> all you had to do is watch it, bro. <laughs> uh, there's this one scene where Ari's driving in a golf cart around the studio, and he bumps into David Spade. And oh, David yeah. Spade's like, Ari, you put my movie releasing on May 4th. How are you going to do that? It's going to get so hungry. He's like, no, David Spade's not opening a movie in May. Yeah, like, no, because <laughs> what is this, Crackle? I was going to say, as we all know. He's the studio head of Crackle. <laughs> this is good. This movie Hyde is going to be huge for Crackle. <laughs> oh my God! You better bump up the bandwidth for Crackle, cause here comes Hyde. We might have to bump some episodes of Sports Jeopardy on Crackle, <laughs> because I don't know what's going to happen with this Hyde. <laughs> Sorry, David Spade. Joe Dirt Three. Joe Dirt during the Revolutionary War. <laughs> we'll have to wait. Uh, Jessica Alba pops out, and she's like, "Oh my!" She it's it's hilarious because it's like it shows how little uh, respect this movie has for itself. Because she's like. Oh, she's got like a bunch of guns. She's like, Ari, why am I doing this stupid zombie movie? I want to do my passion project. Now, when someone's talking about a project they want to do, they're like, I want to do Solaris. I want to do whatever. You yes. can say, I want to do my passion project. Another gross inaccuracy with this cameo. She wishes she was doing a zombie apocalypse yeah, movie. Also, <laughs> she's, she's hanging out with David Spade on Crackle. <laughs> also, <laughs> she complains that the director is Instagramming pictures of her ass. Hashtag Jessica Alba's ass. <laughs> So she says, so goes the movie. That's, hey, that's the price of being a woman in Entourage. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're either going to get pregnant or you're going to get fucked or that's or, it. Yeah. Or fucked, then get pregnant. Mm -hmm. Either way, we're looking at you. <laughs> Entourage, either way, we're looking at you. <laughs> it's so true. Uh, also... Warren Buffett, for some goddamn reason, is driving in a golf cart. Apparently, next to Ari at apparently, the same time. Warren Buffett is the owner of the studio. Sure, but the chairman of the studio is showing up. John, John, John Ellis is on the studio lot. What? Oh yeah, and uh, he's gonna probably fire Ari. Yep, played by uh, Lost's Alan Dale, a great uh, character actor. Alan Dale, he'll strike fear into your heart. The studio stuff again. The Ari stuff is fine. It works. It's, it's that's like your your. How about the th the thing? therapy stuff because now like Ari's oh. trying to like because apparently to take the job like his wife made him do all this therapy stuff and yeah. was that a was that an end of the show thing like did I'm Ari sure. retire yes from... yeah I was looking at that I was wikipedia yeah like that was kind of the thing he retires right and they're just undoing that and just it's like it, you don't even see 
a scene of someone trying to convince Ari to come out of retirement. No. You know what I mean? Like that's that's how you start Entourage the movie. Vinny Chase is pitching him this idea for yep. this movie, and he gets behind it, and he's convinced to come out of retirement. The movie starts with like he's already the head of this fucking studio. It's ridiculous. But also, I was leading up to oh, another choice celebrity cameo. <laughs> We're talking Kelsey Grammer. Oh, yeah. This this is a laugh line. Oh, man. I don't remember what he says. What's the laugh line? He walks out. Eric's got it. Oh, he's he's like rambling about therapy. Oh, well, if you're here, you're fucked as well. (laughs) I'm fucked. You're fucked. Did I butcher it? No, no, that's about it. And the same thing happens with Liam Neeson just gives him like the finger for a second. That was one of those ones where I was like, was Liam Neeson on that show at some point? Because that sort of indicates a yeah, past history probably but also you know possibly not because it's the entourage movie and no one's given a fuck about anything Why is, here's a question celebrity cameos i would love if bugs bunny was in this movie like for four seconds like ari you gotta get me the movie like i know bugs i know bugs <laughs> <laughs> who let you out of tune tune town <laughs> lloyd <laughs> did you let this fairy out of tune town <laughs> that's a good point um and i say that because he's a cartoon not because of his that's, I love you, Lloyd. That's the, I love you're my boy, Lloyd. That's the fifteenth to twentieth plot of this movie. Is yep. Lloyd is getting married, right, to maybe a guy that he met in the show. I don't know if it's it Greg Louganis. Oh, is it Greg Lug? Oh, fuck that. Yeah, that's stupid. I mean, they don't say Louganis, but I mean, it's yeah. actually okay. Fucking totally handsome, you know, gray fox Greg Louganis, and they're like, he's like, this is my fiance, Greg. And yeah, they, and they want Ari to give away. Lloyd at right, the which is and and here's the thing is like you have the potential to have some heart in your movie and like Lloyd, at all at all yeah what you want to put in there. yeah 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 Lloyd is like the most sympathetic character in this movie because all he's doing is like you know Arya, oh you mean Gaijin Lloyd that's oh, so fun isn't it yeah I'm gonna put you in my phone as Gaijin Lloyd yeah and these, all the fucking bros in the audience are gonna piss their fucking Fat jeans. Yeah, dude, those <laughs> jokes get old fast. They certainly, certainly have. My fat... <laughs> Jinx. <laughs> uh, I, knew, I knew you guys were going to fight over fat jeans. <laughs> I was going to say... It's uh, a great volleyball you tossed out there. <laughs> it's like we're at a, a beach party with the boys right now. Dude, our squad's playing some beach volleyball, bro. <laughs> Go ahead with your fat jeans joke. Uh, well, it's been ruined now. But I was going to mention something about how they're 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 always damp because of that urine, because they're they're laughing so hard. I was going to say my fat jeans were bone dry because none of these fucking gay bashing jokes are funny. I no. went damp, you went dry. Yes. very interesting. Nice. Serve back to say that. Yeah, I know Hercules. It's a pretty good joke. <laughs> Yo, Herculoid, That's how you tell a funny gay joke. <laughs> But it's just like it's just this dude call. I mean, it's just I hate like the, the show. gay mascot shit, or like any yeah. any. He's also like a gay slash Asian mascot. Like I hate any mascotting that happens because like that's the token, whatever. And we're gonna we're cool with it. He's cool with it too because he's always like you guys, and it's like uh, yeah, but a that's a paycheck for this guy. So I don't. You know what I mean? Like whatever. <sighs> yeah, I mean it was either this or like th- this dude tries to go to fucking. A mad TV audition or something. I don't know. But I, I mean, I like this guy. And, like, you feel so bad for him that he's, like, 
listen, Ari, my dad hates that I'm gay yeah. and he hasn't talked to me since I came out to him. Would you please give me away at my wedding? And he's like, fuck you, gay guy. I'm making a movie because that's what I do and I don't worry about you, gay guy. I'm going to drive around in Ari's Ferrari. What? Uh, I'm going to drive around in Ari's Ferrari, by the way. <laughs> oh, yeah. Man, vanity plates. Fucking stick them up your ass. Every last one of you. Oh, Turtle had to go to the DMV <laughs> and get vanity plates for the whole squad. I guarantee you. <laughs> yeah, Turtle is the one making the trip. And it's a big problem because you got to show up in person to get those. And yo, yo, Turtle, pick up some Bose headsets. <laughs> Five of them. You fucking piece of shit. How is there never, how is there never a, a storyline where Turtle rips off Vinny Chase? Like, I know because he becomes an independent millionaire, but that's a dude like, you need, like is selling coke out of Vinny's basement. Dude, you need the Paulie and Rocky Five losing all that money. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we're like just house money, like, oh, you know, I use that house money. To... Wasn't it that dude Dom, uh, who was yeah. the bald guy from The Wire, who was like right. kind of that character? He's got a, a cameo in this. Like, he's the only he's guy in that... jail. Oh, was he in, in this movie? Yeah. Like, and now he was like evil turtle, right? Like yeah, from yeah. the mirror universe. <laughs> he was Bizarro Turtle. <laughs> yeah. He had a little goatee. <laughs> he was Goober. He right. Was... And then Spock chased him through the portal or something. <laughs> um. <laughs> So what, the, actually where that guy comes in, probably the most interesting, not really interesting, but like Johnny Drama's plot is he's in this movie. He's really excited about it. He's like, right. oh, bro, it's going to be great. And they're like, oh, good for you, da- Drama. Here's a treat. And uh, he's also got this relationship where he's like Skype sexing with this lady. Yes. This uh, is fabulous. Um, <laughs> in the middle of one sesh, uh, her yeah. boyfriend shows up and is like, fuck you, I'm going to find you, I'm going to kill you, I'm going to ruin your life. And he's like, whatever, bro, come at me, bro. And it's like, whatever. <laughs> right, now, I don't know if we adequately explained this. He was, they were like FaceTiming or whatever, and yeah. they were jerking off at each other. Yeah. <laughs> at each other, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then the boyfriend came in, and he yeah. was none too pleased. He wasn't having it. Also, apparently, this was the second time that day that they were doing this. This woman's like, we just did this like six <laughs> hours ago. I was like, what is with the fucking sex addicts in this movie? Left and right. Um, so that's cool, bruh. <laughs> Johnny Drama's at an audition uh, for like I think it's The Mentalist season two. It's kind of an okay gag. David Faustino's there. That sucks. But Richard Schiff is directing the episode, <laughs> which is about right, dude. It's David Faustino and Chad Lowe yeah. in this audition lobby. Woof. Yeah, that's that's what you get there. Because uh, I think they're both. At least one of them or was on the show, probably, I would guess. Sure. It was probably Faustino. Yeah, you, you can't keep that Faustino down. But basically, <laughs> everyone in the audition starts laughing while he's doing his thing. Like, why? What's going on? And apparently, the boyfriend leaked the tape of him jerking off, and he's on TMZ. Right. And you got to get that TMZ cameo in there. Oh, yeah, the TMZ guy's going like, we got a uh, huge celebrity's brother. And they all laugh. They all have a big rib-tickling laugh. (laughs) The weird thing about this is, and I mean, look, I don't want to see it, but every time they show it, it's blurred. Like, it's on TMZ. It's obviously blurred. But people are watching it on the internet, and it's blurred. Honestly, the amount of female nudity I've seen this movie, I want to see cock. I don't care. 
if he's using a cock double. But things on the <laughs> internet don't get blurred, man. Like that's not no. how. If a celebrity sex tape comes out, you see it. You see exactly you what's going, on, it. and it's disgusting. Yep. And also, I was kind of hoping like he goes to his therapist at one point. He's like, "Bro, I'm in a real panic here," and everyone's kind of worried about Johnny Drama. Like, if this ends with. Johnny Drama getting cyberbullied into killing himself. Sure, I would love That's it. kind of a two star movie. Yeah, <laughs> he 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 takes all his clothes off. He walks into the Pacific Ocean mm. and he never comes out. Oh, like that Don Draper ad he was trying to pitch. <laughs> you remember that? Yeah, they're like, where where did he go? <laughs> uh, how is this supposed to advertise our hotel if he uh, killed himself? <laughs> but like, yeah, I mean, like. If that's the end of it and the end of the movie, like, you know, Vin makes the movie and drama. Everybody loves him in the movie. But, like, it's the ending is drama's funeral. Sure. Oh, I would love it. That's some stakes. It's weight. It's something. And it's, you're actually saying yeah. something about celebrity culture if, like, he really goes that far. But like, that's what I was saying earlier, dude. Like, it has those opportunities sure. to comment and satirize that stuff. Because you could even make... His suicide funny. Like, you <laughs> sure. could do it, yeah. right? Oh, yeah, he could be buried in his Viking quest outfit. <laughs> Bro, it's like Lugosi went. That's how I want to go. You know, Generations had the balls to kill Kirk. Have uh, Entourage <laughs> the movie have the balls to kill drama. <laughs> and then he can leave, like, uh, like his, oh, Johnny Drama's last will and testament, and it's a video. Yes. It's like, Bro. If you found yourself in the darkest timeline of Entourage, it means that I am dead. <laughs> Here's what you got to do. And he advises them to go their own ways and be adults yeah. and stop depending on one another. And then he's like the hero, the fallen hero. Yeah, that's a movie. That's kind of, hey, Doug now, Allen, that's, that's kind of a movie. Yes. Listen, little bro, you're going to have to learn to wipe your own ass eventually. <laughs> Man, you think, how upset do you think uh, uh, Donnie Wahlberg is about the drama character? Um, Not that upset. Really? Yeah. yeah. I'm sure he... He beats something up for it. <laughs> I don't know if it's a wall or a dame or a... Get over here, Goober. I'm going to beat your ass because of this Johnny Drama. But I got cancer. And I don't care, Goober. I played a guy with cancer in that, <laughs> that fart alien movie. Get it, over here. It's either you or a vaccinated kid. <laughs> you, hear about, you hear about this? He uh, married uh, Jenny McCarthy, right? He did. Oh, wow. Yeah, mm -hmm. they hate them vaccinators. They, they fucking hate them, dude. That's a big fat whatever. Mm -hmm. <laughs> sure is. Speaking so, of big fat whatever, it's so the Entourage movie. The end of the movie is Haley Joel. And the thing is, like, at first you're thinking, like, oh, Haley Joel Osment just kind of hates drama and maybe he has, like, good points about the movie. And then, like, he's, right. you find out that he's in love with the, uh, the, the woman from Gone Girl whose name is Emily Ratajkowski. Emily Ratajkowski, like, and he's a fat loser, so he knows nothing about nothing. Yep. And, like, he, like, loses, essentially. Like, Ari goes to this big meeting, and he outs him. My favorite part of this Ari going to this big meeting, because it's the riskiest part of this movie, Jeremy Piven's character decides he's got to get to this meeting. It's, like, down the coast, whatever. He's got to get there in time. He charters a helicopter. He gets there. He lands on Allendale's golf course, and Allendale's like, Oh, you can't park there. I'm trying to cover up me accent. And you see Jeremy Piven get out of this functioning helicopter, and this rug starts flip flopping. Oh, does it? And I was like, whoa! <laughs> like, I reached out to the TV, like, no! 
I thought that rug was going flying. No, the money he paid for that thing. Oh, yeah. That thing's got its own little ecosystem. <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't just staple it for that scene. <laughs> like what? Like Weekend at Bernie's? <laughs> yep. Yo, Piven, where'd you get that rug? Gooba feels self-conscious. He's getting chemo. <laughs> So this meeting, basically, uh, like it comes to light like that Haley Joel Osment's been the villain of the movie. He's like, oh, you're the villain of the movie. You should lose. It's like, yeah, I will. Bye. <laughs> don't, worry, don't worry, I will. And like Lauren Malvo's all like, you're causing problems over pussy again. <laughs> oh, yeah. Are that's you? It's kind of a great line because the, the implication there is again. And I was like, oh, man, I just want this father-son Malvo Texas drama. <laughs> you know what I mean? Let's do the prequel, man. Yeah, boy, get in this house. God damn it. The Entourage prequel, count me out. <laughs> um, uh, but basically, he he get, he loses uh, his job from the studio, but like gets points on the movie. Right, like that's kind of his. He takes the Jack Nicholson way out, and his <laughs> baby girl gets born, and that right. that actually stops drama from suicide because he drives there, and Entourage uh, or Ari drives as well. <laughs> And the, the Piers Morgan breaks the news because Piers Morgan has to weasel his fucking face in this movie like, again. Why on earth? Just bringing it back, stop. man. You know, God, Piers Morgan, dude. <laughs> and the fucking stones on E. This girl is in fucking labor. Her first child. It's a dicey situation. Yeah, it's coming fast. And and what does he do? He spits on her. <laughs> almost. She's like, he's like, come on, take me back, bro. And she's like, uh, I can't. Blah blah blah. Because you fucked my mom. And he's like, look, if we're going to do this thing and I'm a nice guy and you're in labor, you got to forget all that shit. And it's like, well, well, he's a nice guy. He just said it. Yeah, it's true. (laughs) Once you listen, he went to the Lamaze class (laughs) and while there threatened Chad Lowe for making faces at her. Sure. That's what nice guys do. And like (laughs) he has a a woman, which I would hate to be a woman born in the entourage uh, universe. That's that's, that's a dark timeline. (laughs) Bro, you didn't have a son. Oh, shit, bro. Entourage over. (laughs) Entourage volume two ain't happening. And like he actually goes like she she, they get back together. She has a kid. And then the boys all get in the car, including E, mm-hmm. and drive off like four, like maybe an hour later. And I'm like, dude, well, have fun raising it. Yeah, it's just like <laughs> that's not like you see dads like it's that thirty hours, and you know, in in the delivery room and blah blah blah. They look like shit after twelve and like sure. all that stuff. Like he's like, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Vince doing the movie, bro. Yeah, gotta go drink some of Turtles tequila to celebrate. So at this point, we're just cutting to the Golden Globes, right? <laughs> Hey, why not? Uh, We were going to cut to the Oscars, but we didn't get that license. (laughs) And Matt Lauer, dude. Yikes. There is not a celebrity. There's not a movie Matt Lauer will not be in. No, you ask Matt Lauer to be in. Matt Lauer was almost in We Are Strangers. (laughs) He was this close to coming on. Not not just for that factoid, but that is disgusting. (laughs) The the fact that Matt Lauer will do anything, and he's just running his ignorant mouth. About how great this movie is and how it's how it's been uh, it's gotten four four hundred and fifty million worldwide five nominations including Best Picture and Johnny Chase for Best Supporting Actor. Here's know Ugh. know what a movie is. Know that there are prestige movies that get nominees right. nominations, right? And there are movies that actually like make a ton of money. And like movies never the twain just, shall meet. No, Star Wars just comes out. It makes 
all the money yep. and nary an award to be found. Of course not. That's how it works. Yeah, it, right. it just like well, it'll, get, is, it'll get a technical or whatever. Well, that's fine. Vinny's involved. It's the perfect storm, <laughs> and it's going to get everything. I mean, and, Titanic way back when, but that's a long time ago. But, Dark Knight got a little bit of that, but not much. Like, right, not just much. because the acting thing for Ledger. But am I missing something in the last twenty years? Like <laughs> no, I mean no, no maybe, best picture maybe. nominee ever made. It wasn't money. Avatar like yeah, best yeah, picture? But, but that oh, was. But Those, this is the garbage timeline where we can have like ten, 10 best picture right. nominees. Like Star Trek the... two thousand nine was one of them, right? In it was know. not. I think it was nominated for best picture. I don't know about that. I mean, but you don't know about that. I don't. Know. <laughs> Let's go to the internet ticker. <laughs> Lord of the Rings. Lord obviously. of the Rings definitely was in that category, I guess. But like, also the other thing is, you know, you're doing the Golden Globes. Find out what the Golden Globes call their awards because it's. I was sitting there yes, like, wait yeah. a second. Was it motion picture drama or motion picture fucking comedy musical? Comedy musical, they'll shove anything in there. I'm looking at you, The Martian, The Tourist. Um... Dude, the like, what the fuck? Like, I get it. Uh, uh, Matt Damon is funny in that movie. That's not a comedy. No. It, that's, I mean, the Golden Globes, whatever. It's... You know, I call him Damebot. <laughs> He's one of my boys, bro. We'll go see Red Sox games. Dimbot. Well, he doesn't like going to the Pats games, though, bro. He's not a football fan. <laughs> it's a little fucking weird. <laughs> Gooba loved football. I always go there. <laughs> Are you pulling up nominees? I'm Are you just trying. pulling up Star I'm, Trek? I'm <laughs> He's just looking at Star Trek facts. Um, but so we have like this endless footage of we're cutting between them on a fake red carpet and just stock footage oh, of yeah. celebrities. On the red carpet, you got George Clooney walking around. Uh, uh, Amy Adams shows up. Amy What's... Adams, the uh, redheaded girl from Spider Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Emma, Every... em, Emma Stone. Emma Stone. She's there, but it's all like... not there. No, 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 no. They're actually at the Golden Globes. I, think well, actually... I was wrong. I guess what was it? District Nine. I guess District Nine was. The oh one they yes, were that's what that it was. was. Yeah. Anyway, um, they do ask. Um... <laughs> Matt Lauer is someone asks Ari Gold, "What what is he going to do next?" Now that he's conquered Hollywood. Right. And uh, he says, oh, I might run a country next. I know some that could use me, you know? Ugh. Man, cut to Ari Gold's head being used as a soccer ball in one of these <laughs> fucking countries. I would love it. That's what I want. He the- tried to tell off uh, some, you know, Iraqi president or something. Speaking of uh, Lord of the Rings, the first ending of this movie. Yeah. And, you know, it's one thing to, like, because there's this, it's not a great shot, but it's a shot of... The boys, they've done, they, they just did the Matt Lauer interview. Right. And we know that drama was nominated, and he's like, yeah, that's great for me, bro. Victory. And like he, they all walk into the Golden Globes, and it f- fades to black. And I'm like, that's the end of your movie. Like, yeah. we don't know who wins. It's fine that it was nominated. We know that it made all the money in the world, and every, all of our favorite characters won. Yeah, it's the end. The end, end. Then we cut to Mark Wahlberg reading the fucking the best supporting actor. No, oh, when you said first of two cameos, I forgot about this. I was like, "What's he fucking talking about?" And it's so stupid because he looks and he he opens the envelope. And he's like, "Fuck me, bro!" And it's oh, like, just bring on the belly laughs, everybody. Uh, no one does that at the Golden Globes, and everyone kind of gasps. Like, Johnny Chase, man. I'll tell you who's not going to win an Oscar. It's a, it's a Donnie Wahlberg. <laughs> it's a fantasy. <laughs> it's like Gooba coming back from the dead of the Herculoids getting back together. <laughs> and he gets up there and, oh, man, Mark Wahlberg with another stupid line. Like, because 
drama's like all got stage fright and he doesn't really know what to say. And he's like, bro, you can fuck it later. Talk now. And I'm like, oh. He says two fucks in like 30 seconds on live television. Right. And then Johnny Drummond goes, victory! And everyone goes, woof, 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 woof. (laughs) (laughs) And throws all the bones at him and he eats them. So that's ending two. It's like drama won a Golden Globe. Whoop-dee-doo. So this is like Return of the King. Yeah. (laughs) It's a bunch of endings. At this point, and then the credits literally start. And I'm like, oh, I I was kind of in a rush to get out of the house today. So I was like, done. And I went downstairs to get my sweater. And then I hear wedding bells, and I'm like, oh, you've got to be kidding me. And I run upstairs, and it's Lloyd's fucking wedding that we forgot about. Speaking of Star Trek, Sulu's giving him out. George Takei is he's not giving him out. He's officiating. The because ceremony. he's an Asian gay man, and I guess he has to be a part of this movie. He's also Hollywood royalty. You know... I wasn't that bummed to see George Takei here. Of course here. not. He's always a ray of sunshine, man. I'll take any ca- check I can get, Captain. Oh, absolutely. I would also recommend... <laughs> Beam it to my bank account. <laughs> the Here's George the routing Takei, number. Uh, the George Takei documentary. Uh, like, about oh, is Takei. that any good? To, uh, yeah. Really? It, it is. I enjoyed it quite a bit. Uh, it's I Am Takei or what was it? I think it? it's Being Takei. But it's it's being something like that. It's uh, Takei's in the title. I got you. Yes, you, you, it is. You, you search Takei for Netflix, you're fine. Yeah, uh, it's uh, it's Steve, totally entertaining. You like that movie? No, I never saw it. Okay, thought uh, thought we had a second opinion. He seemed like an expert. No, <laughs> it's just uh, he's a big George Takei fan. But it's uh, totally enjoyable. Unlike uh, the Entourage, movie. Un- unlike the scene that just kind of happens, and then like this is when we get everyone at Lloyd's wedding, and, and yep. Billy Walsh is like, "Oh, wouldn't it be funny if this was a movie slash TV show?" And everyone's <sighs> just, and that's how we end our thing. Ronda Rousey's there again. We end our movie. With a freeze frame product of flash photography fade to black. Nice. Because they're getting the wedding pictures and it's like, everybody get in here. What if it was a TV show? (laughs) Camera flash. It'd be great if at the end of this movie it's Ronda Rousey giving all the boys medals except for for drama because he's kind of a dog and kind of Chewbacca. (laughs) And drama's like, victory! I, I, I would li- I would like a cut into the future, like like twenty fifty eight, and it's like a sh- a shot of their mass grave because they demanded to be buried together in a car. They were all buried together in a car in a Cadillac right. car. By the way, with oh, a lot of money with, in this. with them suicide doors, bro. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. What if they did? Because we're you know this is an HBO franchise. What if they ripped off the ending of Six Feet Under and we just flash forward to all of them dropping dead? Oh, I my, would love that. That would be fantastic. <laughs> oh my god. Oh god. I'd Love it. All yeah. right, so drama's definitely suicide. Maybe not now, but right. maybe it's like maybe he gets like a carotene. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, definitely, yep. definitely. Yep. I'm thinking Turtle goes down to like inspect his tequila operation in Mexico, and the yes. cartel just shoots him full of lead. Oh yeah, dude. Like yeah, exactly. He definitely dies during sexual intercourse while cheating on Sloan. Yeah, it, well, like he, he just has a big fatty Arbuckle heart attack and dies. <laughs> or maybe he's like a hundred years old. He's having sex with like a sixteen-year-old girl. Like right. he lived with a fucking creep and that puts him down he's just some leathery old fucking hollywood congratulations e i founded the murphy group baby don't you want to be in a movie i worked with vincent chase i know gary Busey. you know what he was <laughs> he was a thing <laughs> Vinny Chase is definitely a drug overdose. Oh, after yeah. he bottoms out mm-hmm. of Hollywood, mm-hmm. I feel. Yeah, I would. Piven's like... murdered by somebody. Oh, he says the wrong thing. Maybe Lloyd. 
Maybe Lloyd Oh, mark? the ultimate revenge. Lloyd kills him. In a, it's right. a crime of passion. And then how does Lloyd go? Shot with a cannon? <laughs> Shot with a cannon? I don't know. My God. We're running out of death scenarios. No, I, think, I think Lloyd dies in a very cool barbarian invasions kind of thing. He's, <laughs> in, a, he's in a cabin <laughs> in Canada. What a reference. He's in a cabin. He's like laying down and all of his friends <laughs> quietly say goodbye to him and he dies. <laughs> I'd love it. That's great. Oh, man. Would anyone <laughs> recommend this non-movie? No, it's not a movie. I mean, like, it's... I get it if you're a fan of this show, whatever. Maybe this did it for you. It, yeah. It's almost too private to be released wide, you know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> you should have had to sign up on a mailing list that was, like, proving you own all eight seasons on DVD. Yes. And then they mail you another yeah. DVD of this movie, and that's how you watch the Entourage movie. This is definitely like a special feature. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Like, I would say no, um, you know, unless you're, a, you know, a masochist. Yeah. I mean, I give this movie points for somehow, shockingly, not being over two hours long. It's over 90, which fuck you, but yeah, <laughs> you're right. It's it's under two hours in the age of two, the, the new law of two hours and 34 minutes. Yeah, I mean, I was right. really getting bummed, like, starting this late last night, like, fuck, I got to watch this Entourage movie. And then I turned it on. I was like, oh, all right, 104 minutes. I can deal with this. And Thanos does not show up to steal Ari Gold's Infinity Stone. No, but I, I, thought d- was I did flash fast forward to the end because I figured a movie this dumb had to have some jerk off fart noise vomit sound gag at the end of it. Right. But uh, it's uh, nothing. That's interesting. It, the, the movie does end the first time with uh, the Puff Daddy song, Bad Boys, from like. Uh, Mace. Mace, I apologize. Oh, yeah, dude. M A dollar sign E. I forgot because that song's 20 years old. Yeah. And, like, it just shows the relevance of this franchise that you would end with that movie. The sensibilities. Uh, this is early 2000s nonsense. Yes. Yeah. All of this. <laughs> mm-hmm. All of this. But somehow this is supposed to take place in 2015. Somehow. Or 2014 or some you, shit. Is it not a period piece? I didn't think so. Maybe it is. I don't know. Oh, That's maybe. why Daniel Day-Lewis wasn't in it. Mm. <laughs> That's the one reason. That's the Entourage movie from, of course, 2015, directed by Doug Ellen. It's the first of our uh, worst of 2015. Under the Wire, going to let you know, John Favreau is in this movie, cameo. Oh, right. He's looking bigger than ever, but let's, <laughs> let's get to the end of the show. I'm glad you snuck in a dig at John Favreau's weight before we called credits on this movie. No, no, By saying just... he looks, quote, bigger than ever. I, no, no. He, he's, he's, a, he's a fine actor and director. I just, it fluctuates. It does. You I never was know. surprised to see him in this movie, and I didn't recognize him for half a I know, I, I'm the same way. Like you never, you never know with Favreau. He's either like <laughs> cut from marble or. Well, I think it was he made that chef movie and he was eating all that food. Yeah, yeah. you know. Either way, Favs, you're gorgeous. We love. Fav- don't worry about Favreau. John Favreau's don't, doing just fine. Well, don't, no, don't say don't that. Curse him. Gonna, no, no, yeah. be him. Not the WHM curse. No, I, he's, he's not doing fine. He's terrible. He's, all right, let's move <laughs> along. He'll live a good life now. Check out more episodes of our show at whmpodcast.com. Do not worry about Piers Morgan. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Uh, or over at sideshownetwork.tv. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. We're at WHM Podcast. What were some of your worst films of 2015? Right into the mailbag. We all hate movies at gmail.com. Now, next week, Steve, we have a movie 
that you and I have seen already. Eric has not seen it at the time of this recording, that it is pretty stupid. It's what you call barely a movie, and you're going to say you're being surprised. It's called Russell Madness. <laughs> oh, it sure is. It's a movie where a dog wrestles men. Yep. <laughs> With John, uh, John Ratzenberger is the only star to be found. Yep, which just, you know what, for folks at home with your uh, movie barometer, set it to John Ratzenberger is the only star of this movie. Uh, it's on Netflix, so you can find it. Uh, yeah. it's, go give it a watch before the episode if you have the time. Oh, it's uh, horse shit. Or Ru- dog shit, I guess. It's I definitely say. dog shit. Russell Madness. I think a horse is in that movie. There's definitely a, <laughs> there's definitely a talking monkey. Oh, you bet your bippy there is. Well, I can't wait. <laughs> So next week, Russell Madness. Until then, I'm Andrew Jupin. Eric Siska. Steven Sadak. And to take us out, please enjoy a new track from Rua. This is Change Your Mind. We'll see you next week. We were the teenage drama queens Smoking in the bathroom When we shouldn't be Getting high between the restroom walls Under Conte Waiting for the semester to fall, to fall, to fall through to infinity. Cause you and I can't decide. We change our minds all the time. Between a pain and Change your mind. Change your mind. Change your mind.